G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. The gospel establishes me. I know what I believe. I know what is true. We live in a world where frequently right is wrong and wrong is right. On A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie points out where he finds stability. I have a lens now by which I view the world. It's not the lens of emotion. It's not the lens of culture. It's a lens of the Word of God. Now I know how to see things, how to think. The gospel establishes you. This is the day when the lost are found. This is the day for a new beginning. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Again, you hear all the angels are singing. This is the day, the day when life begins. When it comes to comedy these days, political correctness is more important than humor. And the biblical values that we once held sacred are now considered hate speech. Look at TV. Curse words and innuendo flow freely, but traditional family values are deemed offensive. On A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us to find our bearings. The Apostle Paul and several contemporaries show us the way. It's a study in the book of Romans. Romans 16. We have a lot of personal greetings from Paul to his Christian family and friends. Romans 16.1. I commend you Phoebe, our sister, who is a servant of the church in Centuria, that you may receive her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints, and assist her in whatever business uh, she has need of you, for indeed she has been a helper of many and of myself also. Phoebe helped so many people over the years uh, the word that Paul uses here for her helping comes from a single Greek word that translates out to benefactress. You've heard the phrase a benefactor. That's a supporter. Someone who invests in something. She was a great benefactress to many. She must have been a successful businesswoman who shared her resources and finances to assist the apostle and assist the church. You know, so often we hear about the Peters and the Pauls, but we forget about the Phoebes and the Lydias. Who is Lydia? Lydia is in the book of Acts and she's identified as a seller of purple. Does that just mean she was obsessed with purple things? No. Back in that day, purple was the color of royalty. Uh, it meant that she dealt with luxury goods. Today we might call her a designer. And uh, she was very successful. And so she took her resources and supported the apostle. Then there's Mary Magdalene that traveled around with Jesus and the others. And she supported them as well. So we celebrate the Peters and the Pauls and the Johns. But sometimes we forget about the Phoebes and the Lydias and the Marys. And everybody has a very important role to play. Giving your money is just as spiritual as preaching a sermon is. You know, it's interesting because Paul earlier there in Romans 15 compared our gifts as fruit. 
And Jesus said, Herein is my Father glorified that you bring forth much fruit. Jesus is looking for spiritual fruit in your life. I was at the market the other day. All my favorite fruit is out. I love peaches. I love nectarines. I love plums. I love cherries. And I love watermelon. So I went to the market looking for fruit. Then you kind of pick the fruit up. You squeeze it a little bit. And, and if you're like me, you take a lot of random bites out of the fruit. And <laughs> no, I don't. I don't really. But um, looking for fruit. So Jesus is looking for fruit too. Hey, is there fruit in your life? You say, well, what do you mean by that? Well, I'll give you three illustrations of how the word fruit is used of a Christian. Number one, when I praise and thank God, that is a form of spiritual fruit. When I praise God, when I glorify Him, when I worship Him, Hebrews 13, 15 says, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. So, if we're having a time of worship and your lips aren't moving, the fruit's missing. Well, I'm doing it in my heart, man. Move your lips. Move them. Move them. Give praise to God with your lips. Lift your hands to the Lord. Well, the Lord knows I love Him. I know, but that's what the sacrifice of praise is about. You see, the sacrifice of praise means I give God glory when I don't feel like it, and I don't always feel like it. And you don't always feel like it. But we do it anyway, and that is a form of spiritual fruit. Another form of spiritual fruit is bringing people to Christ. Bringing people to Christ. Paul wrote to his friends in Rome in Romans 1.13, I had planned to come to you that I might have some fruit among you just as among other Gentiles. So what he's saying is, Hey, when I'm with you, I'm hoping you're going to tell me some great stories about people coming to Jesus. This is also said in Proverbs 11.30 when it says, The fruit of the righteous is the tree of life, and he that wins souls is wise. So worshiping God sacrificially, that's a form of fruit. Uh, leading people to Christ, that too is a form of fruit. And thirdly and lastly, giving our finances is a form of fruit. Because Paul says, I want to see fruit from you so there will be fruit to your account. Now we're introduced to Aquila and Priscilla. How many of you have heard of Aquila and Priscilla? Good. You're the Bible students out there. So he mentions them here in Romans 16.3. Give my greetings to Priscilla and Aquila, my co-workers in the ministry of Christ Jesus. In fact, they have risked their lives for me, and I'm thankful to them. And so are all the Gentile churches also give my greetings to the church that meets in their home, Aquila and Priscilla. They weren't preachers that we know of, but they helped preachers. Uh, in particular, there was this fiery preacher named Apollos. But some of his theology was not right. So we read that Aquila and Priscilla took Apollos into their home and taught him the word of God more accurately in Acts 18, 26. They said, Apollos, come on, let, let's, let's work on a few of these things and, and get you right in this way. And so he could be even more effective. And so they were so used by the Lord. You see, thank God for the Phoebes and the Marys and the Priscillas and the Aquilas and the Lydias, the unsung heroes of the Bible. How many of you have heard of Henrietta Mears? Raise your hand, Henrietta Mears, like nobody. Well, I haven't heard of her either, and I don't know why I even mentioned her name. But 
No, seriously, she was a lady uh, in heaven now. But Henrietta Mears taught a Sunday school class for kids and young adults at the First Presbyterian Church in Hollywood. Among those who attended her class were Bill Bright and a young man named Billy Graham. Now Bill Bright went on to start Campus Crusade for Christ. And Billy Graham went on to, well, be Billy Graham and touch the whole world. So Henrietta Mears, we don't know much about her, but she invested in their lives and she impacted their lives. And I want to just say a word to you that labor in relative obscurity, the Lord knows what you're doing and you'll be rewarded for it. Maybe the Lord's called you to be a Sunday school teacher. And, and you don't know what impact you're making. Who knows that that student in your class could not be the next Bill Bright, Billy Graham, or whoever that God would use dramatically. Or how about that person that helped you find your seat? How about that person that helped you park your car? How about that person that talks to folks and they make a commitment to Christ? How about all these volunteers in our church? Let's just give them a round of applause because they matter so much. You're so powerfully used by God. Well, thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Pastor Greg Laurie working his way through a study series in the book of Romans. Pastor Greg is the senior pastor of Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California. And we're in Romans chapter 16 today. The message is called Hope is on the Way. In Romans 16 from Paul, verse 25. Now all glory to God who is able to establish you according to my gospel. This message about Jesus Christ has revealed His plan for you Gentiles, a plan kept secret from the beginning of time, but now as the prophets foretold, and as the eternal God has commanded, this message is made known to Gentiles everywhere so that they might believe and obey Him, because all glory goes to the only wise God through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Wow. The secret is out. You know, when my grandkids were small, I used to have this thing I would do where I would take them to secret places. There was a park uh, maybe a mile from our house and there was a park that was closer. So I'd say, you want to go to the regular park or do you want to go to the secret park? It wasn't secret. It was just another park. They said, Papa, we want to go to the secret park. And to this day, we still call it that. Kathy said, I'm going to the secret park. It makes me laugh. It's not a secret. It's in plain sight. Or we'd go into a restaurant and I'd say to the kids, okay, do you want to go in the normal way or do you want to go in the secret way? We want to go the secret way, Papa. So I'd just go in the back door. Here we are. Walked in. Secret. Nobody does this. They like that. And now they know it's not a secret anymore. And we know this isn't a secret anymore. It's plainly there in Scripture. And it's the gospel. I like how Paul says it's my gospel. It's a great moment when it becomes your gospel. Yes, it's the gospel, but it's your gospel. You've internalized it. You believe it. You know it's true. And notice that he says, my gospel which establishes us. See, it doesn't just save us. It establishes you. The gospel saved you. It saves you. And it will save you in the future. First of all, it saves us. The moment I believe in Jesus, my name is written in the Lamb's book of life and no one will ever take my name out of the Lamb's book of life. Number two, it's saving me. The power of the gospel helps me to overcome sin 
and addiction and the attacks of the enemy. And finally it will save me one day when I take that last breath on planet earth. I'll be taken into the presence of God and it establishes me. I know what I believe. I know what is true. I have a lens now by which I view the world. It's not the lens of emotion. It's not the lens of culture. It's not the lens of what is supposedly cool. It's a lens of the Word of God. Now I know how to see things, how to think, how to live. The gospel establishes you. And really the book of Romans has been just a declaration of the gospel. It's it's the most basic comprehensive statement of what the gospel is and all of the Bible. That's why I said in our first message uh, the book of Romans has been defined the gospel taught to believers. And we have what is sometimes called the Romans road. I like to close with this. The Romans road. And what the Romans road is simply is how to come to Jesus all from the book of Romans. The first step in the Romans road is Romans 3.23. It says all of sin and fallen short of the glory of God. In the book of Romans I learned that no matter how good of a person I am, no matter how kind I am, no matter how wonderful I am or charitable I am, I'm not good enough to get to heaven because I've broken His commandments and I've fallen short of His standards. But step number two on the Romans road is the wages of sin is death. So there's a penalty for my sin but then some good news. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Then over in Romans 5.8 the next step says God demonstrated us love toward us that why we were yet sinners Christ died for us. So what have I learned? I'm a sinner. There's a penalty for my sin. But there's also a solution for my sin and it's Jesus. And finally I learn in Romans 10.13 everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Oh now there's a way out. See, if you're out at the beach and you get caught in a riptide or you're out too deep or something happens and you need help and there's a lifeguard there, you need to call out for their help. They can't read your mind. You're going to have to wave your hand. You're going to have to say, help. And they'll come. And they'll save you. That's their job. And here's Jesus waiting. And if you'll call upon Him, He will come and rescue you. And I wonder if some of you need to call upon Jesus today. Maybe you have lost hope as I was talking about earlier. Maybe you've been so despondent in life you've even contemplated suicide. I don't know. But I know that hope has a name. And it's Jesus. And He's standing at the door of your life right now and He is knocking and He is saying if you'll hear His voice and open the door He will come in. Listen, do you need Jesus today? He has everything you're looking for. This culture doesn't have it. This world doesn't have it. But Jesus has it. He has it for you. And what you need to do is call out to Him. In a moment we're going to pray. And I'm going to extend an invitation to anybody here Anybody listening, wherever you are, if you're not sure that Christ is living in your heart, if you don't have confidence that your sin is forgiven, if you want to have this hope we've been talking about, and if you want to know that you'll go to heaven when you die and have a life that is worth living, respond now as we close in prayer and as I extend this invitation. Let's all pray together. Father, thank you for your word to us. Thank you for your love for us. 
Thank you for sending Jesus to die in our place. And now we pray that your Holy Spirit will convict and convince those that do not yet know you of their need for you. And Lord, help them to call out to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Pastor Greg Laurie with an important prayer. You know, God does want you to know Him. And if you'd like to respond today to know the Lord personally, Pastor Greg would love to help you with that right now. As you've been listening to this today, maybe you've heard another voice. By that I mean, yeah, you heard me say a few things, but you heard God's voice speak to you deep in the recesses of your heart. And it suddenly dawned on you, this is what I need. Or to state it more accurately, this is who I need. I need Jesus, and I want Jesus. But maybe you don't know how to make that connection. Let me help you. Pray this after me right now if you want Jesus Christ to come into your life. Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner, and I am sorry for my sin, and I need your forgiveness right now. Would you come into my heart and my life as Savior as God, as friend, I choose to follow you from this moment forward. Thank you for calling me and accepting me and forgiving me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I know that was a relatively short prayer. Maybe you felt something as you prayed it. Maybe you felt nothing. That doesn't really matter because God's word says, These things we write to you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. It doesn't say, so you may think you have it or you may hope you have it if God's in a good mood. No, that you can know it. And I want you to know, if you pray that prayer in a minute, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has come into your life. So congratulations. You're now a Christian. Now continue to follow the Lord. If you just prayed those words with Pastor Greg and you meant them sincerely, know that the Lord has heard you and forgiven you of your sin. We'd love to welcome you into the family of God and we'd love to send you some follow-up materials to help you begin a new life of faith. Just ask for the New Believers Growth Packet when you call 1-800-00-5011. Well, is there something that keeps you worried in the middle of the night? Most of us have far too many worries, and so Pastor Greg will provide some biblical help for you tomorrow. Hope you can join us, same time, right here. Now, for a copy of today's full message, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called Hope is on the Way. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Station sponsor. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.